I'm Samantha Sherris. And I'm Virginia Allen. And this is the Daily Signal Top News for Wednesday, September 13th. Here are today's headlines. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reported today that the Consumer Price Index, a key measure of inflation, ticked up 0.6% in August. Alfredo Ortiz, president and chief executive officer of the Job Creators Network, said in a Wednesday statement that inflation accelerated significantly again last month, demonstrating the crisis of runaway prices is still ongoing. Ortiz added, as usual, This latest surge in inflation is the result of bad policy by the Biden administration, which continues its reckless spending and anti-energy policy. E.J. Antoni, a research fellow for regional economics in the Center for Data Analysis at the Heritage Foundation, says Wednesday's very hot CPI report comes as no surprise in the wake of the Treasury's trillion-dollar borrowing spree, which began when the debt ceiling was suspended in June. Antony also said, and now that the Biden administration can no longer drain the strategic petroleum reserve, there's nothing left to hold down prices. Biden weighed in on Wednesday's consumer price report, saying today's report provides more evidence that core inflation is trending down toward pre-pandemic levels at a time when employment remains strong. Biden added unemployment has remained below 4 percent for 19 months in a row. The share of working-age Americans with a job is the highest in 20 years, and real wages are higher now than they were before the pandemic. The Daily Signal's Fred Lucas is reporting that members of the House Freedom Caucus on Tuesday vowed to oppose another budget-continuing resolution without changes. Representative Scott Perry is chairman of the House Freedom Caucus, which is a group of conservative Republicans. Perry said the spending binge is driving up inflation. At a Tuesday press conference, the Republican made reference to President Joe Biden, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, a Democrat from New York, and former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, of course, Democrat from California. Perry said, we are not interested in a continuing resolution that continues the policies and the spending of the Biden-Schumer-Pelosi heir. And Perry added, the American people are sick of it. September 30th marks the end of the fiscal year, by which time Congress must pass a continuing resolution in order to prevent a partial shutdown of the government. Caucus members also talked about the lawless southern border, a weaponized Justice Department, and censorship being pushed by the government, and said it's time for Congress to assert the power of the purse. Heritage Foundation President Kevin Roberts joined the caucus members at a press conference and said passing another government funding bill would be political cowardice if the bill doesn't reduce deficit spending and defend the border. Roberts also made reference to the recent Daily Signal documentary telling the story of Elisa Tambunga, a Texas mom who lost both her seven-year-old daughter and her own mother in a car crash with a human smuggler in March. The smuggler had 11 illegal aliens in his vehicle. Roberts also said passing a continuing resolution funds the lawlessness and the Biden insecure border. After nearly two weeks, Pennsylvania fugitive Danilo Cavalcante is back in police custody. Cavalcante is an illegal alien who fled to the U.S. in 2017 because he was wanted for a homicide in Brazil, 
according to the Philadelphia Inquirer. Cavalcante was convicted of killing his girlfriend in front of her kids on August 16th, the Philadelphia Inquirer also reported. He managed to escape the Chester County Prison by so-called crab-walking up a wall on August 31st. Pennsylvania State Police Lieutenant Colonel George Bivens spoke at a press conference earlier today. Let's take a listen to some of his comments via the Post-Millennial's Twitter. So let me give you a few details about how this unfolded. As you know, we have been uh, working most recently in a, a perimeter established in northern Chester County. Last night, shortly after midnight, a series of events started to unfold. First, we, uh, we had a uh, burglar alarm at a residence near Prizer Road within the perimeter. Uh, our people investigated that, did not, uh, did not find Cavalcante there or anyone else, but it brought, it started to bring some of our people into that area. Uh, we had been searching an area not far from there already with some tactical teams that night. There was uh, an aircraft overhead utilizing uh, FLIR technology and uh, close to 1 a.m. picked up a heat signal that they began to track. It was west of PA 100 and north of Prizer Road. Tactical teams began to converge on that location where the heat source was moving. Uh, unfortunately, we had a weather system that also came in and we had lightning that was flashing all around and it caused the aircraft to have to depart the area. Tactical teams made a decision to uh, secure that area, that smaller area, as best they could and hold it through the storm and until uh, we could bring additional resources in and bring aircraft back overhead to ensure that we did not have uh, an issue with an escape. That resumed early this morning, and shortly after 8 a.m., tactical teams converged on the area where the uh, heat source was. They were able to move in very quietly. They had the element of surprise. Cavalcante did not realize he was surrounded until that had occurred. That did not stop him from trying to escape. He began to crawl through thick underbrush, taking his rifle with him as he went. One of the Customs and Border Control teams, BORTAC, uh, had a dog with them. They released the dog. Some of our PSP CERT members were also there, had him surrounded. The dog sub subdued him, and team members from both of those teams immediately moved in. He continued to resist but was uh, forcibly taken into custody. No one was injured as a result of that. Excuse me. He did sustain uh, a minor bite wound. Uh, we had uh, medical uh, personnel at the scene and they, uh, they took a look at that. Cavalcante was, as I said, taken into custody. He was transported to our Avondale station for further processing and interview and he will ultimately be transferred to a state correctional institute where he will be housed and begin to serve his life sentence. As you'll recall from yesterday's show, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has greenlit an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. He said this is the logical next step 
that will give our committees the full power to gather all facts and answers for the American public. Today, Fox News is reporting that the White House is encouraging media outlets to ramp up their scrutiny of House GOP members because of the impeachment inquiry. Ian Sams is senior advisor to the White House Counsel's Office, and he wrote in a letter that was sent to U.S. news outlets saying, after nearly nine months of investigating, House Republicans haven't been able to turn up any evidence of the president doing anything wrong. But House Republicans, led by Marjorie Taylor Greene, are nonetheless opening a baseless impeachment inquiry of President Biden, despite many House Republicans openly admitting there is no evidence on which to support it. Sams also wrote it's time for the media to ramp up its scrutiny of House Republicans for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies. When even House Republican members are admitting that there is simply no evidence that Joe Biden did anything wrong, much less impeachable, that should set off alarm bells for news organizations. Legal analyst Jonathan Turley weighed in on the letter, writing, The letter is an alarming erosion of separation of the White House counsel's office from the Biden defense team. It also confirms an active and aggressive role of White House officials in swatting down allegations against the president. Utah Republican Senator Mitt Romney announced today that he will not seek re-election in 2024. Let's take a listen to some of Romney's remarks in a video he posted to X. While I'm not running for re-election, I'm not retiring from the fight. I'll be your United States Senator until January of 2025. I will keep working on these and other issues, and I'll advance our state's numerous priorities. I look forward to working with you and with folks across our state and nation in that endeavor. It really is a profound honor to serve Utah and the country, and I thank you for giving me the opportunity to do so. Romney has been in office since January 2019 and currently serves on the Foreign Relations, Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions, Homeland Security and Government Affairs, and Budget Committees, according to his office. Our colleague Mary Margaret Olihan reports that the Utah Republican criticized both candidates' attitudes towards deficits and debt, global warming, China, political motivations, and more. And that's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Daily Signal's top news. If you haven't had a chance to check out our morning show, make sure to do so. It's right here in this same podcast feed. Join us tomorrow morning. I'm going to be sitting down with Katie Faust to discuss her new book, Raising Conservative Kids in a Woke City, teaching historical, economic, and biological truths in a world of lies. Also, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for being with us today. Have a wonderful evening, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.